to that game. 92.9thegame.com on this Sunday morning, December the 3rd. It is Sam and Greg. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning and happy December to you fine folks in Locust Grove. Oh, and in Locust Grove, man. Yeah, man. How y'all doing down there? Doing great. Yeah. Down in Henry County. Yeah. We're doing good down there. You there you go. And the reason for that bring back music that got me just high-stepping and all kinds of crazy stuff. That is one of the bands that's coming to the band uh, the band of the year uh, competition. First time, the mm-hmm. weekend of the Celebration Bowl, December 15th. Uh, the four bands are now known. And that is one of the ones that's probably the least known. All right, let me get my pencil. Probably the least known. And, and I'm, I'm glad that Eric Slaughter could find something from this band because they, you know, they haven't been – a band long because they haven't had football revived at this school long. They had to revive football at this particular school. They hadn't played football since 1958. How do you revive a football program? You, it, it, you start it's, hiring it's some people. It's not easy. You hire some people that, that you know can. How get long does some, it take? Get your, get your facility. I mean, you announce you're going to do it, but announce you better do. It, you already ought to better have a stadium, right? Too. Well, stadium, you facility, and place to play. And so uh, this is Florida Memorial. A school a lot of people would not have heard of. They don't know that's an HBCU in South Florida, down in the Miami area, and that's their band. A lot of people are going to get to get to see their band compete against Virginia State. They are the Division Two of the Band of the Year competition. Virginia State out of the CIAA. Do they bring the Woo Woos with them? They will. Will the band bring the Woo Woos? For people who don't know who the Woo Woos are, no, no. You know CIAA and Virginia State. And and Eric does know that. Eric, please enlighten everybody about the woo woos. They're famous. Well, that's their young ladies that uh, come with them and accompany the band, and they are well like famous. A dance and, team. Yes. yes. Okay, you should they, say they, that because yes. that sounded yeah. Yeah. yeah well, the, the young ladies are dancing. I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Thank the young you. lady dancing. But they've been on Good Morning America. Yeah. All right. They were. Uh, uh, they're in the Macy's Parade, I think, last year. They may have been. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but last year they really got their national recognition when they won Good Morning America. Yeah. And um, I think it was Robin Roberts who gave them just a great great show, and so they the, did it. So the ba- dance team is called the Woo Woo. The yes. Woo Woo. Yes. Okay. Hey. Yeah, famous, famous. Yeah, they're the only ones with names. No, those ones got names, but they're those about, 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 about the okay. woos. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and so then, and then the division one of it will be North Carolina A and T and Jackson State, who we've seen here in town the last couple of years because their team was here. Their team's not here this year, but the band will still be here. And okay. so, um, neither one of the bands that are being for the Celebration Bowl made it to the uh, band of the year because now the Celebration Bowl matchup is all set. Yesterday, after a delay for some bad weather in Tallahassee, Florida A&M beats Prairie View 35-14. And so you do have Florida A&M and Howard now for the Celebration Bowl. That's who you're going to get for that game on December 16th. Eric, your thoughts about this game? Uh, my thoughts is I think they sold 40,000 seats last year. They better uh, I, ask John uh, Grant to ask for more tickets because they can definitely sell more well, than you that. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, they, and, and there's a possibility somebody may have to walk through some metal detectors too, right? Yeah, he might, have some, might have some metal detectors. He might have some people. Might have some metal detectors. Have some folks some black what y'all, what y'all trying to say about them fan rattlers? Well, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about who may come to see the Howard. The alum may come show up here. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh! You mean you talking about you talking about our vice president? Yes, yes. Okay, I thought you were talking about you, have, you, okay. you yeah. ain't been to a sporting event with Secret Service. Yeah, before, have I have. I have. I've been to a sporting event with Secret I mean, Service. I'm gonna be okay because I'm gonna have to be there at like eight o'clock in the morning. 
So, <laughs> you still go if you're gonna be in the building when they're there. You still gonna get checked. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, I'll, at least I'll get there well before the crowds because yeah. we gotta you be there. Leave you know? and come back. You no know, going down to Chick Fil A for lunch. You know, because, no, because if either one of y'all was in that meeting I was in this past week <laughs> about you know how things cannot happen like that again. We if we don't know what we're talking about the miscues at the Falcons yeah. game last week. I'm yeah. a part of the production team yeah. at Mercedes Benz Stadium for all the entertainment and things like that. We had some microphones that didn't work. Really? Woo-wee. Yeah. Woo-wee. We had T.I. rather to bring him out, bring him out, bring him out, and that, like his mic wasn't working. Man. Well, you know, he, he yeah. wasn't the only one. There was no. a whole lot of CeeLo was going to sing the national anthem. The mic didn't come on for CeeLo to sing the national anthem. Yeah. There's some job openings. Yeah, hold on. Job openings. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Some but then, but then also, set. even the thing with TLC. Yep. Yeah. Th- that, that, that was the major three. That, that was song, the major that three. That song was almost gone before T Boz and Chili came out on the field. Like, where they been? They've been mm-hmm. playing their music. And, you know, NFL, you got so much time when they're ready to go back. And, everything gets cut. This yep. was you know. one of those red letter days that they were supposed to, you know. Everything, everything else went nice. It really, you know, you know, ludicrous repelling from the ceiling. All that, all that, all that came off night. Bone crusher. Well, Mike Chaffin's worked up in the v, in the VIP suites because we caught Ti and his son having a little. Conversation. Well, that one, that, that one, that microphones weren't yeah. working. For that, that. that was somebody's camera. That did That's that. what I'm saying. But they, obviously, there were mics working in that place. Yeah. Overall, was it a good experience being in that house? Oh, it was a great was experience. Y'all were there. Let's talk about. I mean, just what was that? it was it was incredible. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was good. It was right. good. Anyway, was go good. ahead. This is your local stuff. Yeah, we gonna we gonna finish talking about this stuff. That's happening. Um, one other college note. Uh, welcome, Teddy Keaton. Uh, new head football coach at Clark Atlanta. Um, met him this week, and he was in town. He's coming from Allen University, and so a lot of people, as in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. So he's going to come in and be the new head coach there. And down at the alma mater, uh, new head coach, Joel Taylor. Welcome, Joel Taylor. is a new head football coach uh, at University of West Georgia. To wel- wel- welcome, West Georgia, into the Division One era. He's defensive coordinator at Mercer. And where did your former head coach go? He stepped down at the end of the season. Coach Dean stepped down. Let everybody move up, but I'm not going to be with you. That's the thing. That's the thing. As they go up to the Division One, compete. Uh, Let's run down the high school state championship rundown. The the games, uh, the games have been set, and let me give you the rundown. What they're going to do? Like I said, December 11th, 12th, and 13th. Yeah, let me get get my voice ready. (coughs) Yeah, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, you do. You're going gonna to be in the house for all yeah, of them? Yeah, I, I will do. No, I, we rotate. I will do one game, then my cohort Ben will do the next. So we'll do, we rotate so that the pipes don't have to yeah, be you, out there all day long. That's long days. Yeah, very long days. You know, when we go on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, remind people that these games are not on Friday and Saturday. They're on Monday, too. Y'all want to go to Mercedes Benz? That's when they said you could come. You can't come to Mother Days. Maybe Kanye has moved back in. We don't know. But anyway, yeah. I might. Well, I might need a suite because I'll be. The, I'll have to arrive. They just they, they they got rid of that suite. They, they just renovated it. It's just like it's like that house in Brentwood. They just, they just after he was gone, they just got rid of it. Okay, this will, this, this will be my week. Yeah. We'll have a Falcons game that Sunday. Yep. Monday, be straight to the you know the girl because I'll do each of the girls' games. The girls' games will start every day at twelve noon. Okay. You know, okay. And then we got three games on Monday. We got four on Tuesday. And four on Wednesday. Yep. I mean, yep. I tell yep. you, I, I mean, I'm just like I said, I need, just give me a cot in the back somewhere. <laughs> the flag football would be two o'clock on Monday. At four o'clock, the uh, Class A Division One Swainsboro against Prince Avenue, and at seven o'clock, uh, the Class A Division Two Bowden against Manchester. On Tuesday, it starts at 11 a.m. Uh, 11 a.m. They're gonna get started with with with, uh, with flag football. At one o'clock, be Class Two A Rock Mart against Pierce. County. That's some folks coming from Blackshear. That's way down in South Georgia. That's a long. That's Kirby's hometown. It is this right? No, 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 no. Kirby's that's uh, uh, that's Stetson Bennett. 
Stetson Bennett. Okay, I knew it was one of them. Stetson yeah, Bennett. Okay. Stetson Bennett's home uh, in Pierce County. At 4 o'clock that day, Perry uh, against Stockbridge in the 4A championship. What are we going to see Michael Harris there? I bet Mike Harris shows up. Stockbridge had a great season. Fantastic yeah. season for Stockbridge. Uh, 7 o'clock that game, that day, the 6A championship, Thomas County Central, and people that have 4,000 people up, up here at Marist Friday night, they're all coming back. And they're going to play Woodward Academy that night. Then Wednesday, uh, 11 o'clock a.m., flag football game, championship. 1 o'clock, the 3A championship game will be Savannah Christian uh, with a certain guy named Brooken. He used to play for the Falcon on the coaching staff. Keith Brooken. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, okay. he, he will be here with that. Against Cedar Grove. That uh, should be a great ball game. 4 p.m., uh, the 5A championship. Coffee will be, will be brought against Creekside. That is going to be such a good ball game. And then at 7 o'clock, the last game, the 7 uh, will be Milton against Walton. Raise your hand if you saw that as being a championship game. Everybody's looking for Buford. Everybody's looking for Carrollton. Some people looking for Grace. Some people looking for Mill Creek. And folks, all gone. Yeah. They, well, it, it, same it, it, same thing in the six A. Everybody looking for Gainesville. Everybody's mm-hmm. looking for Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes. Everybody's look, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I live out in Douglas County. I, they had a great year, but yeah. man, they came yeah. up one game short. Yeah. I mean, but shout out to the to Tigers and Johnny White, our friend, yeah. mm-hmm. friend of this station, friend of our, all your yeah. shows. Woo, they had a great year, they but have a man, one, one, one game short. One game short, and Woodward Academy is going to play. Now, those are your matchups for your state championship games. So get set. Not this weekend. Remember, not Friday and Saturday. Uh, but they'll be the next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So get your excuse, get your written excuse ready for work or whatever it is to get you off to come down and watch the high school football. The, the kids are going to love it because principals going to close schools. Oh yeah, yeah you know, oh, yeah, those I, I, those places we talked about, they're going to close the whole town. Yeah, you yeah. know, they'll leave the traffic light on blink. <laughs> How do you do that, by what? the way? What? How do you leave it on blink? Uh, they they somebody got a master control. Somebody right? switch someplace. Right? Switch. Yeah, you got to we'll, call. You know, leave it on office. blink. We'll be back. <laughs> we Sam, gonna, Sam and Greg's going to stop at Bucky's on the way. You know. Ninety-two nine the game. Bucky's would do a brisk business because all them schools got to come right past that thing. Ninety-two nine the game dot com and enjoying their bathrooms. By the way, you messing around with Reese? Y'all done got me up. <laughs> Y'all done got me up out of my seat oh, because oh my of the band music. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So man. we're gonna do it's that. Good. It's gonna, cool. uh, Terrell Thomas is going to join us coming up here on the next segment. Going to talk Hawks. Going to talk NBA. Get his. He was in the building last week too. Yeah, he was. Wanna, uh, we we just thought so. Kind that. of time Terrell had, and I have the first casting call. Listen, whether you want to be a part of this or not, but think about it this way: holiday money, yeah, and it's jobs. And this is what Sam and I do. May not be for everybody. Maybe just the one percenters out there. But I'm going to keep doing this. You know what? I promise the job. I promise the job. It was about you. And I've, I left it out. Okay, well, let's do and, this. And, and, and Eric, no, no, this has got to do with what we just talked about. GHSA will need a new executive director. Dr. Robin Hines is going to retire. Oh, yeah, I can take that in a minute. Next year. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, think, about, think you, about and doing, Jason, you and Jason Longshore can do this show. Doing the I'll seven, go down there and make sure everybody's got a shot what? clock and a 10-foot rim. Think about this. In the seven years that he has been in this, all the changes that have taken place, when you talk about, first of all, having to deal with COVID, talking about shot clocks in every gym, Talking about everybody's got field turf because you've added more sports. There are very few natural grass fields in high school football which around the state, which is a problem. Because we, well, you, well, you, because you added, look, what's well, not really a problem. You can't have natural grass if you're going to add lacrosse and and, soccer. and, 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 and girls flag football. Yeah, field, that, field will never stand up. That field never stand Understood, up. Understood, but the so people that make the that. money for those programs. But anyway, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but, 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 but during this time, I do it. And now, video review. Now, this the replay. Video re- review. All these things have happened on his watch mm-hmm. as far as high school football. Just things are evolving and just, you know. He, he earned a retirement, didn't he? He, re- he really did. Ooh. And, you know, and then reclassification always, people always ringing the phone. 
We were joking with him Friday night. He was on with, with Chris Parker, and I said, man, everybody's got your phone number. <laughs> they call you up and everybody's upset about something. Some kids at the school, well, this kid should be at this school. Well, he's, you know, so, I mean, he's. And, and Sam, you missed one. He, he, The Georgia Hall of Fame came under his watch. Right, right, you know? Georgia High School Which Football you are Hall not, of Fame. you are a voting member of. Yep, so, I mean, that's 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 uh, just remarkable, all the things. So And he's been kind enough to join us here on the show when we've asked him to and invited him on. So, Dr. Robin Hines, we appreciate it. Why don't you he, take that job? Oh, no. Then why you want to give it to me? If you <laughs> want to give it to you. It, you're no, the no, see, man for yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. You, 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 it's you, like you. being the chancellor of, you know, Bosnia or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want it, and you know high school football. You don't give it to me, so there must be some, some something going on in that office. <laughs> I heard the funniest story yeah. this past week, mm-hmm. and it had to do, well, it happened on Jimmy Kimmel. I'm just gonna tell you, it was it was it was one of those that first made me turn my head and make a noise Uh-oh. like Scooby Doo, and then the payoff was just amazing. And so it meant not ha ha funny. It's one of those things that you would never think could happen, and it was just kind of really funny to me. Um, somebody told a story on, on Jimmy Kimmel this past week. I'll tell you coming up here, okay? Which you will enjoy. Also, again, got casting call coming up here. Miles Garrett is going to join us in top of the hour, and we haven't said this in a while. We have a very special guest coming up at 8.20. 8.20, you want to be listening. We have a very special guest on this morning after or decision day, whatever you want to call it. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this third day of December. The man has got his own walk-on music. The man has got his own walk-on music. Oh, my. And despite the fact that he comes from a city that we that throws snowballs at Santa Claus, we love him, and we want him on the show. We want his knowledge. Anyway, Terrell Thomas, these urban times, we welcome in here. How you doing, buddy? How was your week? I mean, great, it was a great week. No complaints this week. How's everything your way? Well, yeah, you know, it's, uh, we're getting ready for the holidays. We're getting ready for the holidays. I, I do have to ask you, though, before we get into what's going on with the Hawks and everything, what was, because Eric and, and Sam mentioned it earlier, but you were also in the building last week for um, all the festivities. In fact, you did a little pregame thing for us, um, 50 Years of Hip Hop, and the Falcons were going on out there, but that building being inside of it, what was that like for you? Uh, it was it was an electric Sunday. It was first and foremost, it was great that the Falcons were able to pick up a win. I'm glad that they stuck to the theme and realized, you know, we need to get a win today against our rivals. So that was great to see, uh, and, and it, it was great to see all of the entertainers actually being honored. I enjoyed the halftime performances. It was great to see Luda, uh, you know, drop from the ceiling and such. So it was an ele- electric atmosphere, highlighted by a Falcons win. And uh, they're at the top of the NFC South right now. So it, it, overall, I think it was a really great Sunday. And I tip my cap to the Atlanta Falcons for paying homage to all the men and women in the hip-hop and entertainment field who have contributed so much to the city of Atlanta. Absolutely. You say Atlanta influences everything, everybody. So, you know, we saw that on display last week for sure. Uh, talk about this Hawks road trip. Um, had some good, had some not so good. Um, you know, hey, Trade Young has showed up every night for this thing. Uh, they lose last night to Milwaukee, but thoughts about where this team is right now. Uh, as you just mentioned, we've seen uh, some good and some ugly so far from these Hawks. Uh, a, a very, I'll say a good win against San Antonio, even though they're a struggling team. I, I feel like whenever we do play the likes of the Sixers, the Celtics, or the Bucks, it's a measuring stick for the Hawks. And for them to come up short last night, it was a bit disappointing. 
I think it will be great for them once they actually get an opportunity to get back home and get in State Farm Arena. But it, it seems that they're still finding themselves. Trey Young has been on the tear as of recently. DeJounte Murray joined the party last night with both of those guys having over 30 points, although it didn't equate to a win. So it's been up and down so far on, on this road trip. I, I would have liked to see them pick up a win last night to, to kind of cap things off. But uh, they're, they're slowly coming around. They're slowly coming around. So still want to give them a little bit of grace until we actually get to the, the Christmas games and such. Uh, but but, I, but I'll say after this road trip, it was – I'm, I'm still iffy on, on what we can actually do and if they can actually uh, if, they can, if they can really make some noise in the East. But the one thing that really hurt this team is having the injury to Jalen Johnson because he was just really kind of having really a breakout right now, really you know a breakout kind of season. You wondered how he was going to do if they put him in and, and gave him the starting role, trust him with more playing time, and he was showing that now he has the wrist injury and he's going to be lost for about a month, right? Well, maybe over a month. Yeah, that was definitely an unfortunate injury uh, against the Washington Wizards to pretty much start off the road trip. But as you mentioned, you know, like it's, it's kind of we we thought this young man was going to excel, or he, he had the opportunity to excel because his minutes would increase with John Collins no longer being there, and he has certainly done that. And I, I will say, even in the short time span so far, we've seen him pretty much improve on his three point shot. First few games of the season, it seemed like he was struggling with that corner three, uh, but he's been shooting that shot with confidence. It'll be interesting to see how the Hawks actually switch up their roster and their rotations with him out. I hope he does heal pretty well when he gets back out there soon. We may not see him again until the new year, but uh, definitely an unfortunate injury to a young man who was really doing great things for this Hawks lineup. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. That is Terrell Thomas. You can read him in these urban times, and he's just a, just a bon vivant renaissance man, real estate covering football, basketball, baseball, whatever else you need them to do. Um, listen, I want to go back to something that you were talking about and something that we talk about with you throughout the course of an NBA season, and that's chemistry. You were talking about the Hawks' backcourt and, and, and Trey having this and Deshante doing that, and he joined the party, and, and you said it in a way that sort of addresses what I want to talk about. Sam had mentioned earlier to me, man, we keep waiting for both of these guys to show up on the same night and perform the way we would like them or – potentially showing us something of what this backcourt can be. What is that at the end of the day? So at the end of the day, when you get the chemistry that you and I have talked about, that you have explained to us, what do you think that's going to look like with these two guys gelling the way we, we have hoped? I, I think both of those gentlemen are, are capable of averaging, I'll, I'll say, 20 points or more. Trey maybe slightly more, so I'll say Trey somewhere around that 26 and 10. DeJounte somewhere around 21-5. and five. But uh, I, it would be similar, even though the scoring styles are much, much different to what we see when we see Klay Thompson and Steph Curry go off. And, when, and both of those guys are, are gelling in on a similar page because DeJounte and Trey have the capabilities and, and the skill sets to be all-stars in the Eastern Conference. They have the chemistry, for, uh, excuse me, they have the talent for both of those guys, I'll say, to contribute at least 60 points total a night. Now, if they'll do that on a nightly basis, I don't know. But it was great to see, although it wasn't a loss, that those two put up big numbers. And I think that the other guys on their team will be willing to take a back seat from a scoring perspective when they see those two guys take that that, that leap scoring-wise. Again, with Trey doing a little bit more, it's still facilitating, and DeJounte doing a little bit more as a defensive anchor 
from the guard position, maybe take, maybe defending the opposing team's best guard on a night-to-night basis. But I would love to see them both some, get up a, somewhere between 12 to 15 shots a night and, and see how they can really begin to uh, excel from a scoring position. But I, I do think they could be two all-stars in the Eastern Conference, and I could easily see them averaging somewhere between, I'll say, 50 and 60 points combined per game. Well, I'll tell you what the other thing I see about it is who will come on to this team. I think this roster won't look the same at the end of the season as it looks now. And then you obviously have some roster moves. But, I mean, if they jail and do like you said and consistently do that, I'm thinking by midseason somebody at some place that's not going anywhere will say, I'm what's needed in Atlanta. Get get me there. And I, I really believe the way those guys play, you know, will attract a, a piece that maybe we see this team is missing right now that won't allow us to be in the top four in the East. So I really think the way they come along, the way they progress, and being consistent could, could be the thing that attracts a piece from another place that says, you know what, we're not going places. Call my agent. Get me down to Atlanta. I feel like I can be what get those guys over the top and make them one of the top four teams. I really believe that could happen with this team, but they got to go out and do it on the court. Yeah, and we may see that sooner than later because our Hawks will come back home Wednesday for a game in Brooklyn. But in their next five or six games, they'll be heading to Canada to face the Toronto Raptors. Now, we've been hearing basketball rumors since the offseason. There's a gentleman on that roster who the Hawks are kind of monitoring and, and seeing with the situation with his contract and Pascal Siakam. So with the Hawks having some upcoming games, maybe he'll get a front-line view, as you just mentioned, on what DeJounte and Trey look like and what the team could possibly look like if he decides to come on down to Atlanta and, and play. And I think if that were to happen, I know that that was someone, too, uh, during the offseason, and which both of you gentlemen mentioned, hey, he might be a great fit here in Atlanta. They get someone like that or, or an equal star in, in, to a Pascal Siakam, I easily see them jump into a four or five season, four or five seed, excuse me, in the Eastern Conference. So that is certainly something to monitor, certainly something to monitor. Hey, Terrell, give us your thoughts on the uh, in-season tournament. I'm disappointed that the Hawks won't be playing in it, quite honestly. I am I am disappointed that they haven't advanced. It's been very competitive. I will say that. I was very I was greatly entertained with all of the games and with, you know, once we get past, once we got past looking at the courts and laughing at some of the different styles. <laughs> yeah. I, was impressed yeah. That, <laughs> I was impressed at the gameplay of some of the teams. Some 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 teams that actually do stand out. It was it's fascinating to me that the Lakers were undefeated in the tournament and we'll see Phoenix advance. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how it does play out from here with teams going to Vegas and such. So I know the next two games, Monday and Tuesday, will be focused on the in-season tournament. So again, from my perspective, I am slightly disappointed that our Hawks won't be there, but I enjoyed it so far. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes moving forward and who will actually be crowned champion in the next few weeks. Yep, that's what we're looking forward to. And I'm I'm with you. Those floor designs. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with them? Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness, it does, man. It, listen, they ain't, yeah. go, they ain't doing that for us. They're doing it for the kids. It, okay. Yeah, they got to okay, you know, get okay. their attention. <laughs> you gotta get, you got your, I bet your kids liked it. Tell the truth. Did probably, your kid, probably think, so, right? Terrell, did your kids the like Hawks, the courts? I think the Hawks had the best court. I, I will say that. I think the Hawks by far had the best looking court. But, no, they actually, they, they actually didn't. Uh, my daughter and my son both trying to watch some of the games on TV made comments like, yeah, you know, what's up with this court? And it was kind of hard to watch. So they, they did enjoy – they did like what the Hawks court looks like. I thought it was a smoother and cleaner look. But so, 
some of those games that we watched, Sixer games and Pelicans games and uh, uh, Mavericks games, the court was just a little outlandish. So All I hope right. they, they fix some of that next year. But, again, the gameplay was phenomenal. That's what counts the most. Here's what, <laughs> here's what we know about this dude, Sam. He's a sports fan. Oh, yeah. When he gives the opportunity, he'll talk about them Eagles up there in Philly. Oh, yeah, He'll he will. talk about, you know, other sports here. So, listen, I know you have some opinion about what happened yesterday in college football. We've been throwing the number out all morning long, 404-726-0929, for, for our listeners to call up and vent, and it's been quite an active morning. What are your <laughs> overall thoughts? I'll let you pick the direction you want to go, but before we let you go, what are your thoughts on what happened yesterday, what you saw, and what you think will come from the committee at noon today? Well, for those who do follow me already and, and stay in tune, what I say is knowing that I'm a big Florida State fan. That's where my, my dad's family is from and had a lot of family members that go there. So all season long, I've been championing the the, the Seminoles and saying that they were going to get into the playoffs. A little disappointing that our quarterback was hurt, um, but I still do believe that they should be getting a top three or four spot. When it comes to Georgia, you know, it, it, it seems over time with Kirby, no matter how great he has those guys playing that, the the Alabama, the Crimson Tide is just their kryptonite. If I had my way and what I see, I see Michigan at number one. I see Washington moving up to th- number two. I'm putting Florida State at number three. And I'm having Texas at number four. I I, I wouldn't have Georgia nor um, Alabama. Wow. And, both and, of them and, out. And the actual, yeah, I would have them both out. And, and the reason I say that, it's, it's, kind, it's kind of hard. To, you can't cheat. Michigan and Washington, of course. We've seen a precedent set over the last few years. If you win one of the Power Five conferences, you're in. So I wouldn't change that now with Florida State, whether they've had, you know, some issues at the quarterback position or not. And the reason I would leapfrog Texas and have them over Bama or Georgia is just simply because it is we watched Texas beat Alabama already. We've seen Alabama beat Georgia already. So – I can't reward Georgia and keep them. In. And it's a hard fall to fall from number one to a number five, and I would have them at number five. But their, their, their schedule, and I've heard, I've heard you guys speak on it and other you know, college football experts, the schedule was kind of soft early in the season for Georgia. You get penalized for that. You can't play teams like you know, St. Mary of nothing in, 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 in a few games and just think because the SEC is known to be so tough that you can make those games up at the end of the season. And for Alabama, I wouldn't leap, leapfrog them all the way from an eight, seven seed to number four. I, I just wouldn't do that. So, uh, again, I, I would have Michigan number one. I would have Washington number two. I would have Florida State at number three. And I would, I would jump Texas to number four. And then I would round that out with Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. And the SEC, unfortunately, would just have to wait till next season when we get the expanded playoff and see how things go. All right, now see, you mm. no, I've heard this before that yeah. exact scenario, and it's always spoken by a man who has family and you know places to go north of the Mason-Dixon line, because basically what you're saying is basically what you're saying is that the most powerful or the, or or the, the conference with the best teams will be eliminated from this, and that's what people believe won't happen. Because there's like there's no way this committee's gonna walk out of there and keep an SEC team out of the top four, and so how they do that, manage that, uh, listen, hey, all happens at noon. This is the day after, the morning after, and um, <laughs> decision day. That's what you call it, right? Decision day. All right, it's coming up at noon today. But listen, as always, Terrell, we thank you, Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times man. Enjoy the rest of your day and and the, your week, and say hello to the kids and and. That's all I got, Sam. How about you? (laughs) 
I certainly, certainly will. Thank you, gentlemen, so much, as always. You Great got it. With you guys this morning. All right, man, appreciate it. You're supposed to help me out. I ran out of gas there. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. It's Friday night. On this third day of December. He still live here. I don't know. I, uh, okay, Eric's giving you the thumbs up. So yeah, 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 yeah Montel. Yeah, celebrating along with Brandon Frazier. Brendan Frazier. You know Brendan Frazier, mm-hmm. Whale, yeah. Yeah. and 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 Mummy movies. Mummy movies. Mummy movies. Mummy, yeah. <laughs> Both of them and Montel Jordan celebrating birthday number fifty-five. Fifty today. Fifty-five. Both of them fifty-five years old today. Two famous people born on the same day, and two other famous people. Born on this day. Yeah. I mean, the same date. Yeah. All right. Both same age. Daryl Hannah. That's a name you ain't heard in a minute. And Julianne Moore. Okay. Julianne Moore. Okay. Who's in a new project coming up, but those two born on the same day, on this day, the December okay. 3rd. Okay. I ain't going to give the year because you don't give out, ladies. Hey, like hey, that. you do that. You Except you. Tiffany Hadges is 44 today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. If she can get that DUI thing last week, I wouldn't mention her age, but. I'm going to mention her age. Anyway, I got to tell you the story before I get into the casting call because it's a show business story. All right? So I'm watching Jimmy Kimmel the other night because I heard Eddie Murphy was on. Eddie got the new Christmas movie coming out. He's actually doing Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Cop 4, which adds to the, you know, thing. there's no new ideas in show business. Yeah. When everything, when everything hits, hits a wall, let's go back to the franchise. But anyway, he's on there, and he's, he's telling stories to Jimmy Kimmel about, you know, just being in show business. And Jimmy Kimmel whips out this picture that he says he was, was sent to him by, some of you may know the name, some of you may not, but a well-known producer in Hollywood forever, a guy named George Slaughter, okay. sent him this picture from an event that Eddie hosted when he was, you know, coming up. And when he was Eddie, basically, and, and I think it was the late 80s or something like that. And it was the 60th anniversary of his time in show business, Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. And it had everybody you can think of, from Frank Sinatra to Clint Eastwood to Magic Johnson to, and Eddie standing next to, to, to Michael Jack. Um, what did I say? Well, Jordan was in it. Michael Jackson was in it. Magic Johnson was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the litany of people. So one of the people in the picture that Eddie points out is Lola Falana. Okay. Now, you have to be of a certain age and just kind of know the workings of show business back then to know of Lola Falana and Sammy Davis Jr.'s relationship. They were friends. I'm winking my eye right now. Okay. Though he was married. But, it, you know, she was always on the sh- She was that, that entertainer, very, very good-looking oh, yeah, man. black woman. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was one of those women that when you, she was on TV, it, you stopped for a minute. She'd be on Bob Hope shows. She'd be on that. Yeah. A little like Tina Turner. She, you know, she wasn't a Tina Turner, but she was you know, performed like that. So anyway, when he points her out, Kimmel says, hey, Lola Falana, I remember her. I grew up in Vegas and blah, blah, blah. And Eddie Murphy begins to tell a story of how he goes, you know what? I went out on a date with her. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, I was like 22 or 21, and she, and he was trying to be nice. He goes, and she wasn't. <laughs> and talked about going out on a date with Lola Falana, and they had dinner. Yeah. Right? At her place after going out or whatever. But anyway, they had dinner, maybe before they went out. And while they were eating, coming out of the kitchen, bringing them more food, and Eddie had noticed it right away was Johnny Brown. 
For those of you of a certain age, yeah. that's right. Bookman Book- from Good Times yeah. was cooking for Lola Falan. <laughs> and and Eddie's like, hang wow. on a second, that's Bookman. He goes, and he said that Lola Falana went, yeah, he just likes to cook. He comes over and cooks at my house <laughs> all the time. And I sat there and I just had to stop and absorb that story for a minute. It was pretty cool. Bookman is cooking for Lola Falana, who's see on that. a date with Eddie Murphy. I could, I, well, no, not for that occasion, but I could see Bookman maybe being a guy who loved to cook. <laughs> I could see that. That was the craziest. Anyway. Uh, listen, it is up and running. The casting call is back. I'm going to kind of ease into this as we do with the oh industry. My. And so if you go to Get Cast with Greg on mm-hmm. X or you go to our website, 929thegame.com slash casting call, you are going to see a casting call for the week of December 4th. And I mean, it is everything. Well, the first one up there is from Destination Casting. They're looking for muscular dudes with tattoos. Okay. There's a need this week, and it doesn't matter the name of the film. It doesn't matter the name of the TV show. This is about work. This is about people wanting to throw some money at you. I've just been doing this the wrong way for the longest time, and I've been doing this. Excuse me. Uh, Eric, our, our producer, has jumped in here. I yes. mean, you had me have something all ready for you, and you went right past it. What did I What did I have? You said I have something for you? Yeah. Oh, you're right. The heart of the entertainment world. Bring you a slice of life from that crazy world they call Hollywood. Everything Hollywood, live from Hollywood South. This is the Casting Call with Greg Clarkson. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It's been a minute. Yeah, and that's what happens when you start talking about Lola Falana. Yeah. I lost yeah, complete. Yeah. Eric, thank yeah. you. I went All discombobulated there. That's yeah. Right there. So, anyway, there is a uh, new feature film, Destination Casting. has about four needs that I have up. But the, the first one is they are looking for big dudes. They're looking for muscular guys with lots of tats, uh, any ethnicity. you got to look somewhere between, you know, 20, 21, and 35 years old. Here's the deal. you got to be comfortable wearing a fitted elf costume. Oh, man. That's all right, though. Not just, not just an elf, but a fitted elf. Right, because that's why they look the muscles. They want they want to see a, a, a jacked-up elf. So, anyway, you'll see that destination casting. Oh, my. There's a need this week for an elderly cat lady. We know them. Yeah. There's a need for a Gen Z woman. The same project. Um, a flamboyant man. And I'm going to leave that at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. You guys go check it out. But these are all featured roles. So that's Destination Casting. Got Patrick, who was on here a little a uh, couple weeks ago, Extras Casting Atlanta. They have a need for a business-type female. Got that business wardrobe, ranges uh, 30 to 50s, any ethnicity. Uh, you know the TV show Will Trent? It's on ABC. This is coming up in the second season. Okay. Central Casting. And you know, I, you know I'm know i reaching out. and I'm, We all know firemen. So I reached out to Chief, you know, Chief, yeah, Chief Brandon, Brandon up there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, these guys are always busy. But if you are... A fighter fighter or have experience as a firefighter. Will Trent, the TV show on ABC, has a need for you this particular week. Men and women, all ethnicities, 18 years and over. It's going to shoot on the 11th, so that's next Monday. So this and then Hilton Casting, throughout the run of this upcoming season, guess what show they're doing? What's that? The Miss Pat Show. Oh, all right now. And, and they need men and women, any ethnicity, for people to be a part of this show. So it's going to film from this month through February. 
Really? So there you go. All kinds of openings. You're, we're just getting started, and that's in front of the camera. When you scroll past those jobs, it says film industry and voiceover work. I walk you through how to find the jobs behind the camera. I give you the link to the Georgia Department of Labor. So if you have a minor in the family or you are a minor and you want to get going, if you're under 18, you got to have that number, that certificate number. So it just takes a day or so. They'll send it to you. Then, boom, you're good. A couple voiceover. And, by the way, this is one of those presents that we have talked about. The... You yourself submitting to be an extra is one thing, and, and in some cases a feature, which pays more, by the way. But this is what we, we put out last year. There are those of you who have friends, family members, who've thought about and talked about doing voiceover work. Yeah. I like to get into that, man. I want, I want And listen, just to know that it is not nearly as expensive as some, as you, may, some of you may think. You've got an old laptop. You're just going to add to that it's a, just a couple things from the Guitar Center or, or uh, Dirt Cheap Music that you will add to it, and then, boom, you'd be surprised the inexpensive way you can get up and running. But it's going to take you a little bit to get get that demo. But there's a couple places that I like to point you toward that can help you out. Bill Seller, he is from soup to nuts, everything you need as far as voiceover work, getting started, or if you're already doing it, help you with your demo, your new demo, because I don't care if you've been doing this 30, 40 years. you got to have somebody else listening when you put your demo together, because right. you don't hear yourself the way others do. So there's Bill Seller, and then there's Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. We've had those folks on here on the show, too. That one is a brick-and-mortar place. Look at these guys trying to throw water on Harbaugh. He wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> um, and, I mean, they have workshops. They you know help you with your demos. They classes. Everything you need at Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. So I give you those two up there. I also give you the list of the casting directors. So all you have to do is go to their social media pages, find out what they're um, what they're uh, casting for right now. And listen, it's a slow entry for some. So not all of them are doing projects right now. Okay. I don't know if all of them that I have listed are going to be coming back from the strike. Really? It's just like the pandemic. Some, okay. you know, We added some and then some went away. Yeah. So there might be some who made business decisions, but I'm going to keep them all up there. They all have you know, Facebook pages, social media pages, IG pages, so you want to go there. And lastly, I give you a generic version, which works for all the casting directors, of how to submit yourself. You know, the pictures you need to take and where to send them, all of that stuff. So if you haven't done the casting call or been a part of this since the strike and wondering what we're doing here, this is what I do. Been doing it, geez, Sam, when I say it out loud, this is my 12th year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 12th okay. year. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm doing this and and happy to. Happy to. Um, so, again, this is, you know, I'm going to continue to throw this out there for the 1% or even half percent of our audience who take part in this. But I continuously, listen, what was the last place we were out doing a show? Oh, for Jim Ellis. Yep. Dude yep. showed up, right? Told me he changed his, 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 his life and quit the job he was at. He was a painter and then got into the film industry. And while we were out there, there was a bit of a strike going on or something was down. He went back to his whole place and yeah, ended up yep. being a part of this golf tournament. But anyway, if you guys got any questions about any of this stuff, you're thinking about it. But the, the, the voiceover connections would be a really good Christmas present for somebody. Get them in a class. Hey, okay. I heard you want to start doing voiceover work. I'm going to I'm going to reach out to Bill Seller or Atlanta Voiceover Studio and get you in one of those, like I said, workshops to get you started or maybe hire them to put your demo together. So, again, just a thought. You guys want to know more about this? Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com. And, again, the list is up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. As we get on out of here, man, I got listen, you know whose birthday it would have been today as Is we that? head into this season? Andy Williams. 
Wow. Would have been Andy Williams' Moon birthday. To, exactly. Happy 86th birthday to Bobby Allison. Wow. Okay. Bobby okay. Allison. Rick Mears, speaking of, dra- of, of, of race car drivers. Race car drivers, right? Happy uh, 72nd birthday to Rick Mears. Remember the name Franz Klammer? Yep. Yep. Downhill, Downhill skier. Downhill skier. 70 years old today. Mm. So just a few folks. And Mr. Crenshaw, today was the day of the first pizza party in space. <laughs> in space? In space. Apparently, this took place in 2017. Some folks brought up to the International Space Station and the astronaut, you know, brought some stuff up there, and the astronauts had themselves a pizza party. The International <laughs> Space Station happened on this day in 2017. Insignificant information continues in the 8 o'clock hour, but I do want to tell you, with all seriousness, we have a very special guest joining us at 8.20. You want to stick around for that. And the only clue I will give you is it has something to do with today's Falcons-Jets game. But if you're any kind of Falcons fan, this will probably touch you in a way that's very, very nice. So anyway, join us for that. Miles Garrett is up next. Talk about yesterday and also the Falcons game. This is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.